Of course, once the movie came out, that was another wave. It got to the point where literally I was getting like death threats and I was getting videos of me green screened where they were like throwing stuff at my face. I got my TikTok account banned like six times in one day. They were mad because I was playing America. They didn't think I was Latina enough. There is also just the fact that I was playing, you know, a girl who is into girls. And they got so mad to the fact that they were sending me death threats and sending me like evil messages. It got so scary to the point where I was filming a video outside with one of the Doctor Strange posters in the back. And I was like, I'm back. And as I was rewatching the video, like a car backfired. The sound of that like freaked me out. I like shut down. And it was just like at that peak of all these death threats and all these things and all these articles and all these people were saying all this stuff. I never think that it gets to me. But at that one point, it had like freaked me out. When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. it. Hello, you little lemon drops, and welcome to 2024. Happy New Year! Not only 2024, but officially the first episode. Of season two. Season two. Season two. Two, two, two. I would just like to get out of the way immediately. I am recovering from a cold. So if you think I sound congested, you would be correct. I am um, feeling much better, but I can hear it in my, I can hear it in myself. Not just the cold, you had the flu. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Yeah, and some fevers going on. Yeah, it was really, honestly, it was the sickest I've been in a long time. Yeah. But it it was going around. Yeah. Half of the people we know yeah. felt like maybe more. Yeah. It's a rough one. So I hope everyone stayed healthy over the holidays and New Year. Hope um you had a great time and um yeah, I'm I'm on the ups, but man are we excited for this. We took some time off, not really some time, maybe like a couple of weeks. Taylor forgot where he sat. It's true. In the room. Yep. He tried to We went to film here. and I was going there. And she was like, where are you going? And I go, oh, when it's just solo eps, I go there. She's like, no, you go here. I was like, you were totally right. That is embarrassing. So funny. Yeah. It's okay. A little rusty. So forgive us. But. Oh, I just cracked my neck. I really hope the mic picked it up. Oh, I said rusty. It. Neck. Oh, dang it. Okay. Never mind. I just heard it because it was my own neck. Huh. Um. Anyways, season two, we've got some fun stuff for you guys um something that we decided to change up a little bit kind of spruce up was our lemon 11 segment is now lemon seven and we added some fun questions into there yeah some of them will be the same some of them have changed and you will you'll see our first lemon seven yes uh during today's episode who who do we have on today's episode? Speaking of today's episode, we got a fun one to kick off the year in season two. Yes. Because we have, I mean, most currently, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars champion. Yes. But also very talented actress and hilarious human being. Yeah. Zochi Gomez. I wanted to like text her after and be like, when can we hang out? Can we hang? But like, I didn't want to like come off too strong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I need to like 
So that's Jay, if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> we, we didn't want. You were all right. We just had, we truly just had the best time with her. Like I left and I feel like my cheeks hurt. Like we like laughed a lot and she's just, she, she was so fun to have on. But I had, I had run into her like maybe a mm. week prior to our taping um, at an event. And she, I, like I, I saw her across the way and I was like, oh, so she's here. Like she's coming on the podcast next week, but we had never met. And then. I'm talking to some friends and all of a sudden like I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and she's like jumps in front of me. She's like, I'm coming on your podcast next week. And like was just like so excited and sweet. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, you are. Zochi. And we hugged and it was, I felt like I had like known her forever, but she's just so like full of life and bubbly. It's like very contagious. She's a ball of fun and just, yeah, so easy to talk to. You just want to be around her. Yeah. She's awesome. Just why I wanted to continue hanging out with her. Yeah. So so we'll see. But and she's crushing it right now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. if you're a Marvel fan, um, she plays America Chavez. America Chavez. Um, and if you're a Dancing with the Stars fan, then you certainly know who she is because she can dance. Yes, she can. And we talk all about it. Yeah. So what do we think? We should probably start the episode. But okay. also, if you're new here before we start, feel free to hit the subscribe button. Please. And follow us along on this journey. Yes. So that you guys don't miss an episode because we've got some fun surprises up our sleeve. Big season two. Okay, let's roll the tape. All right, see you on the other side. Sochi, welcome to the squeeze. <laughs> We I'm are so happy to be here. Oh my gosh, we are so honored to have you. I've watched a few of these. Not you have? Yes, I have. <gasps> wow. That is that makes me excited. <laughs> I hope that extra points. <laughs> it does. It does. Making me blush. I don't think we've ever had anybody start by saying that. That's Maybe, sweet. But that, now I'm now I'm now I'm blushing. <laughs> this this season we haven't had anyone. That that is a fact. Because people, this is the first episode of season two. And we are starting big. A bar big is high <laughs> for this year. Um, first of all, congratulations on winning Dance with the Stars. Thank we will, you. We will get into that plenty later. <laughs> I'm yeah. so excited. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that under the table for now. Um, before we start, we well we start each episode with uh, a game called Citrus Got Real. And in this jar of lemons, there are random questions. And if you've watched before, you know what kind of questions they are. Okay, I'm excited. Let's see here. Here's a drum roll. I like don't want to be the one at the top because like okay, basic. <laughs> <laughs> you need like a reload. I know. You got like our printer there. ran on the ink. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> That's so real. Okay. We need production budget. <laughs> Okay. Okay. If you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be? Hmm. I would be, I don't know what it like, does. I don't know what it. <laughs> you can picture it though? Yes. Okay. So it looks like that at the top uh-huh. and people use it to like scoop. Like, oh. Um, like put on like cake. Like the baking. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. like the one with that. Wait. Oh, what is that called? With like the rubbery that. top. Yeah, the, yes, rubbery, the rubbery top, top. And you spread icing you on spread a cake. Icing, you scoop the thing <laughs> that so called? that it's like cleaned out. You this know? is embarrassing. I don't know spatula? what it's called. Is it called? It's, it's not, not called a spatula. A, no. Is it a type of spatula? 
Rubbermaid. Oh, but I'd be her because she's cute and she's useful. Okay, <laughs> I'm pulling her up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What is it called? Rubbermaid commercial high heat resist silicone heavy. Oh, it is a spatula. <laughs> Wait, a spatula slash food scraper. Is that <laughs> right? Those are not. Anyway, cold. maybe not that one because that's not a cute name. <laughs> no way. Okay, so you're a food scraper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Great choice. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know what I would be. I would be a whisk because I, well, love... I, I was going to say that. Yeah. But then I was like, that's too easy. <laughs> Why are you being a whisk? And I like mixing things together. <laughs> it's more like stirring the pot. Yeah, I do like stirring You should the be pot. a ladle. <laughs> Why, why would I be a ladle? Because like that's, that's like for a big pot. What's like a, what's an this... overly dramatic kitchen utensil? Uh, like every time you like I'm a blender it's like unnecessary loud unnecessary wow talking is difficult <laughs> frick um what about know. like those measuring cups oh yeah I'd be the ones that like there's like 400 in one and they're all connected so you can't get rid of me yeah yeah it's like geez I gotta loop. I gotta pull this thing out like I gotta yeah. like oh my god I know yeah. You got anything why was my first initial reaction to say a cutting board maybe that oh. was the last thing I cleaned Okay. Because they're sturdy and dependable. Okay. Hmm. There you go. (laughs) That was that was solid. Steve, better than better than a food scraper, honestly. (laughs) I like food scraper. I'm kind of sad about that. There's no way it's called a food scraper. I thought I had a cuter name. Yeah. Well, Um, that's not right. We'll think of one. We'll think of one. Um, okay, but as we said, you are our first guest of season two, which is very, very fun for us, kicking off the new year with a fun guest. Um, but you're also our youngest guest that we've had on. And oh, wow. I did want to ask if this is going to backfire if you say yes, because I just said that you're the youngest. But I imagine that like most things that you do, you are like the, the youngest. youngest. Does yeah. does it ever like bother you if people are like talk about like you being young? Or ask you how you feel about being the youngest. Like I used to get that a lot. I yeah, I get no, that a lot. <laughs> but when I was young, I used to get it. I promise, I was young at one point, guys. Yeah. Um. No, I don't get too bothered by it. It gets a bit repetitive, especially when I'm like, you know, in interviews, and they're like, "You're the youngest one. You're the youngest one." It's like back to back interviews where I'm like, "Okay, I get it. I'm young." You're on a press yeah. junket. Yeah. Like, um. But uh, at the same time, I kind of like being the youngest. There's something so great about it just because, I don't know, I feel like, at, especially after being on Dancing with the Stars where I was the youngest one there, um, it almost felt like I was like the younger sister of everybody. Yeah. And that's like a good feeling. Yeah. I like that feeling. I like being like the one that gets the hugs and stuff, you yeah. know? Um, but sometimes it can get a bit sad, you know, because like working on Doctor Strange, I was the only kid. I was the youngest one. Yeah. And I was there for like seven months and it was in the middle of the pandemic. And oh, well. I was like, guys, I'm so sad right now. Yeah. I'm like so lonely, yeah. you know? And I had, luckily I had like a really great relationship with my hair and makeup people, but mainly mm-hmm. because they were the only people in my circle. Yeah. You know, especially in the pandemic, like no one could be in, like it was everyone's, right. everyone had different bubbles, you know? So you know, at different times, it means diff- different things. Yeah. yeah. But I think right now, you know, being the youngest is like a nice, yeah, nice thing. And I think it's also because, you know, next year, it's like, then you're 18. I'm going to be 18. And that sunk in, what was it, like a couple of days ago? I was sitting in the car and I was like, 
looking at the window. I was like, it's like only a couple more months of being 17. You're getting up there. Ugh, that's how I feel about being 26. I, I, I said 26. <laughs> like how I'm 26 now, but I've I like 27. Oh, I'm turning what? 27. Oh, whoops. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you realize you're 10 years older than Sochi. And she was like, picture this. <laughs> Val's 20 years older than me. 20 oh years. What year were you born? Uh, 2006. Okay, so then I'm only nine. Okay, you're nine. <laughs> That's why I was thinking you were 27. Wait, because, is that, yeah. yeah. I'm 97? Yeah. In, in, in February, you will be 10 years older. Wait. What? Okay, I was thinking, is it actually the other way? What? Never mind, I was trying to do math, <laughs> math in my head. Is not mathing right now. Yeah, in February, you will be 10 oh, years yeah, older. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. February. In, oh, sorry. That's my birthday. What the heck? When's your birthday? March. I'm, you're the one that gets ages and numbers wrong. I That's know. Me. What is happening? I'm this is nervous. So funny. I'm in front of a Dancing with the Stars winner. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he did remind me of that because I'm having like this weird thing about turning 27. I think because I feel like yeah. I lost like. 20 like 22 ish 23 24 25 i oh, lost that like during pandemic ish years that just went quick yeah I, yeah it just I, i'm blinked and i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna be in your upper 20s uh, not yet i got a couple months being young i feel like has its pros and cons yeah i definitely can relate to the lonely thing like when we were filming the franchise for years i was always the youngest mm. always like you know, people would be going out and doing their own things and have those yeah. clicks. And uh, then they come back and they talk about it. And you're like, yeah, I was like, Wait, where was my invite? Got you. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah you. I'm 16. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get it. So something is you guys know that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Yeah. Like, There's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. and it's. It'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy is just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, mm -hmm. medication, or both. Get started at cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L dot com slash podcast and use code the squeeze. Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy. 
Um, something fun that you two have in common, I believe, is you're both OG Southern Californians, which I feel is Yo. like rare. Everybody here is from I, somewhere. That's also yeah. I get that a lot. It's like I people ask me like, "Where are you from? Where are you, where are you coming from?" Like, yeah. guys, I live here. here. Yeah, I literally. Live. That's one thing that took. <laughs> <sighs> there was a time. There was a time in my lifetime that people thought I was Canadian. Why? But because I did a show in Canada. Okay. Um, and I had like posted a picture. And it was me holding like a Canadian flag, like four Canadian flags and like a hat and like a little thing. And I was like, guess where I'm at? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's like some corny thing. And I was like, guess where I'm at? And like felt like it was supposed to be me teasing like that I was filming. Yeah. Bro, some random like magazine, like, I don't know, person writing up an article. Up that you're um, from Canada? Set, wrote that I was from Canada and that I was oh. born in Canada. And thing is, <laughs> is that this person was all in like all in Spain writing this article. And thing is, it got stuck on Wikipedia. Oh, no. Yes. And it, got, it stayed there forever. And my mom was like, we need to get rid of that. Like, I want to get rid of that. Like, like you know, and it took months to oh. get rid of the <laughs> fact that I was from Canada. Yeah, so now I'm like, so like I used to be before I used to be like, yeah, I'm from here. Yeah. Like I grew up here. I'm now like, yeah, I'm from here. And I grew up in Echo Park. <laughs> like I like try my best to like put that everywhere. Cause so funny. like guys, I'm not Canadian. There's nothing wrong with being Canadian. No. Either. Like I love yeah. to be Canadian. They're very nice. But yeah. you're not but Canadian. You're not Canadian. <laughs> so you're I'm not like, I filmed a show in London. Can I be British? Oh, if you no. can do an accent. Well, yeah, no, you can't do that. Like, no. no. Okay. So you grew up here. I'm curious. Cause I think we probably like started in the industry around the same age. Like how yeah. old were you and what did that look f like for you getting into acting? So it started with my mom was in the industry because she did set decorating on oh, like so commercials much. and like oh. that kind of stuff. Okay. And um, she would always bring me with her to like prop houses and all that kind of stuff. And I just really liked being there and being a part of it. Yeah. Um, but of course, at an age, you start getting like more bubbly and like yeah. your mom is like, what am I going to do with you? I can't bring you to work. Yeah. <laughs> and so she put me uh, in musical theater and I did that from five to 12. Okay. And I did like 22 full length musicals. Wow. Well, it was my favorite thing on the planet. Like, guys, I am a musical theater kid and I kind of like love it so, so much. Cool. But yeah, that's how that started. And it wasn't until like, 10 i started getting like bigger roles in you know the plays and stuff and i was like i kind of like this you know and so when my mom was working i asked her like i kind of want to get into this how do i like do that and so i started out with a commercial and then things got a little harder just because you know kids who started out younger got roles mm -hmm. because they had more of a resume yeah and so it was harder for me because I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter if I can be the silliest one and the funniest one in the room. The other kid's going to get the commercial because they've already done like four or five other commercials. Yeah. yeah. So um, my mom put me in uh, like, what is it called? Student films um, that like college students were doing and stuff like that. And so oh, cool. I did a lot of student films for USC and like Chapman and stuff. Huh. And that's where I gained a lot of my experience. I did a lot of I didn't even films. realize that was a thing. Yeah. That you could do that. Yeah. I, I mean, became I like I became so. the kid. 
for student films. Like there was a point where I was like on a like streak. You were the Meryl Streep. Basically, yeah. Love that. Basically, of student films. (laughs) I like to. I like to call myself that. (laughs) But that that was a period in my time where I was like I'd done like four or five of them back to back. Okay. And uh-huh. I, it was like lead roles too. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where I g- gained all my experience and really just like understood what it was. That's where I gained a lot of my like respect and a lot of my, you know, how I should behave on set and like yeah. mm. what other people were doing and what their jobs were. Yeah. Because, you know, student film kids, like they're like more willing to be nice to you, yeah. you know, and, like let you in. Yeah. And um, probably a great way to start. It was. It was a great way because also they're like happy to have someone who's yeah. happy on set. You yeah. Know? And that was me. I was like very much very happy to be there. And then I got like a few roles on like TV shows and stuff like that that were like guest guest stars and yeah. stuff. And then I got Babysitter's Club at like 13. Okay. And that was like a full season of in Canada for three months. Um, and That's that one. That's you're Canadian. Yes. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. And so then we did like a bunch of our stuff during the pandemic, like a lot of like our show released during the pandemic, which is weird and hard. Oh, wow. mm. um, and then I got Doctor Strange after that. What was that like audition process like for Doctor Strange? It was funny, actually. Really? Yeah. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I find a lot of things funny. <laughs> so I had gotten an audition for it. And I the sides were for someone who was like 17, 18. My 13-year-old booty was like, uh, this isn't, I don't know how I'm going to get wow. this. You know, I, this is not, not, not it for me here, but I'll try. And so I did my audition and then I sent it out and I didn't get anything back for a couple months i was like okay was it, it was just like a tape yeah it was a tape and i like sent like because for my tapes i usually send like two different reads so i do like one that's like one version and then yeah. another one that's like completely opposite so i was like yeah. within that i'll have something like i'll get something back right. you know um but i did take in the fact that it was like originally for a 17 18 year old character and i was like okay i'm yeah. not that so yeah i didn't hear anything for a couple months and then a couple months later, like, I don't know, four or five months later, maybe wow. even more than that, I got another audition for it. And huh. I was like, oh, wait, but now she's like 14. And I was like, I could do that. And so the scene was a little different, but same kind of thing. Oh, they, re- they wrote her character younger? Yeah, they wrote her character younger. Oh. And I was like, okay, I could possibly do this. And then I was looking at the sides. And then there's like words like sorcerer. And like, there's like a joke about like Taco Bell Supremes and stuff like that. And I was like, I think, I think this is for Doctor Strange too. And so then I looked into it a bit more and I was like, what character could this be? And so I like tried my hardest to find a character, like a character that would fit in this world. And, um, cause I was already a fan of Marvel. So I kind of like, yeah, picked up the puzzle pieces and I was like, oh, this is America Chavez. Like this could possibly be America Chavez. Wow. Mm. You put that together. Yeah. And so with kind of just the characteristics of America, I planted those into my scene, you know, kind of did exactly what I did before in mm-hmm. the tape that I had sent, but also chose different like elements that fit America a bit more. Yeah. So things that were a bit more like sassy, certain lines were said like a bit more like rough than I did originally. Yeah. And um, 
And then I sent that. And then I got told that I was like pinned. I was like, what? (laughs) 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 And so then I got a friend of mine who did like stunt stuff. I worked with him because I was like, okay, if I'm pinned, there's a possible chance that I could go for like a, you know, audition, like in person and stuff. And they might like ask me how well I can do stunts and like all that. Yeah. And the thing is, I do martial arts. Did I was going to ask, did you before yeah. this? Yeah. Okay. I started doing martial arts when I was in Babysitter's Club. Like okay. right before that, I started doing martial arts. Wow. Okay. And my mom put me in that because she was like, you could possibly go out for like superhero stuff, like action films. Like, I want you to know what you're doing. And I was like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be in an action <laughs> film. I'm, do you see me? I'm not a superhero. <laughs> and I was just like, I like constantly like had negative feedback on it which looking back at it now i probably shouldn't have um and i went she kind of forced me at first and then i like grew a great friendship with people there um but yeah i went to a set guy and we did some like boxing we did some training and we did some of that for like a solid like week and a half of just like intense training for yeah. every single day and that was great mm. because then i got told that i was going to go to england for the like audition like the what is it called the in-person audition oh, okay. the final the final the final one the test audition was it just you know was it just you at the time or no was there it? was a few other girls because okay. i saw them <laughs> on the plane oh fun <laughs> yeah that was so awkward, awkward. i gonna tell you that was like well, that is one of the <laughs> most awkward things is when you see other people yeah there yeah and you're like not familiar with each other but like your acquaintances because you constantly see each other at the yeah, same yeah, thing you're, and you're like the same <laughs> eh, good to see you <laughs> yeah. good luck <laughs> yeah literally but the thing is you have to say good luck because you just don't know who it's going to go to you know and you i at least i want to be really nice to each other because i'm yeah. like yeah i don't ever want to be on a person's bad side and i think it's always best to just say good luck yeah um but yeah i did my audition uh benedict was there we were oh, in really? the sanctum sync Torum, I think is what it's called. Why am I forgetting how it's called? But yeah, that's but it was what like I did a chemistry yeah. read. It, it was a chemistry read. Okay. And I did my whole audition with a pizza slice. I like ate it and I like threw it down. And I remember for my second, we had like done the first go and they were like, that was great. Could you do it like one more blah, blah, blah. They gave me an adjustment and I did that. And I remember I had like completely kind of messed up one of the lines and I was like freaking out in my, in my inside. Like I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, I already said that. And I so I like <laughs> s- repeated my line and I was like made it like kind of Benedict's problem. I was like, made I already said it. Problem. Like <laughs> I already said that. Why are you making me repeat my stuff? <laughs> Fine, I'll repeat it for you because you're slow. And so I like did all this stuff and I like kind of like <laughs> improved it because I was like, E, I messed this up so bad. <laughs> Find a way to like figure it out. Um and then I like it just went really well. And um did you have to wait a while to hear after that? Well, then here's the thing, because after the audition, you have to do your stunt like evaluation. Oh. That's what they, they did it. do. They did do a yes, stunt thing. They did. Wow. And thing is, because it was all like scheduled, the girl before me ha- would was supposed to do her audition and I was in the trailer. And then when she goes to the stunt evaluation, I go into my audition. Mm. And by the time I was getting out of my audition, she was only just then getting out of her stunt evaluation. Mm. So I knew that she was probably in there. She was in there for like 30, 40 minutes. Uh-huh. Bro, I went in there and they was like, they were literally like, okay, can you like walk 
that way and walk back. And then I wanted to see you do some jogging and like. That was it. That was it. They like made me like kick a thing at the very bottom. And I was like, I didn't get it. Right. That's where I literally, I literally sat down in the car on the way back and I was like, I don't think I got it. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? Because why wouldn't they like ask me to do like a whole evaluation? Why wouldn't they want to see me like do stuff? Yeah. If they didn't think that I was an actual option. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I freaked out. Yeah. And the thing is, it was also the pandemic during that. So I had to, that was another thing. I had to stay in a hotel room in London for a whole week before, before, yeah, the before the audition. <gasps> wow. And so then I got back to my hotel. I have to wait a couple more days and then I come back home. Oof. And I'm all just like, oh, it's a great experience. You know, you got to be thankful. It's, it's a learning lesson. <laughs> I'll take it to the next one. <laughs> yeah. And then I get home and I'm also like, I don't know. I don't think I got it. My, my agent's like, okay, let's get on a Zoom. I want to like talk to you about a few things. And then she pulls up the phone and Sarah Finn's on the phone and she goes, hey, Sochi. And I was like, why is Sarah Finn on the phone? I was like, I swear if they tell me that I just got the role, I'm going to be so serious. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah Finn was like, hey, Sochi, I just want to say thank you so much for auditioning. It was so much fun. And I was like, yeah, I did not get it. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, I just want to say, you know, welcome to the Marvel family. You are America Chavez. Oh, wow. And I was like, I just got chills you saying that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, she was like super nice. Like again, this is like on the phone on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and like my voice like cracked. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> and it didn't not like settle into my brain for a couple of days cuz it was just like, what does this even mean? Yeah. You know? And then of course there's like the negotiations and all that that have to go on and so even though you get told on the phone, like, yeah, you know, you're America Chavez. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You the lawyers still got to work it out. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because at the time I was on Babysitter's Club and I was set to do the second season. Oh, mm. so figure out timing and everything. Yeah. And I ended up not being able to do the second season of Babysitter's Club. And um, luckily it all worked out, but it was a really hard time for me just because my whole future was basically in the hands of a bunch of dudes in suits, you know? Yeah. And they're planning out what it's going to be like and my future with Marvel and my future with Netflix and all that. And it was just like, I was sitting there. I was like, I can't do anything. Yeah. You know, they're just going to figure it out, I guess, you know. Did you ever either like before filming or during filming feel an insane amount of pressure being like, uh, you know, I'm America Chavez in, you know, a multi hundred million dollar movie and acting opposite Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, was that ever terrifying to you or? No, it was exciting. It was exciting. I mean, to me, I always feel like I shouldn't ever feel terrified if I already have all the things in place. Like for me, planning and knowing my stuff is the most important thing. And so like, I had notes upon notes about America. I had all this stuff. And the thing is, that was great for me, but it was also like hard too because I have all my notes and how I picture America, you know? And sometimes that doesn't fit to like a different thing that gets written, you know, script that we had originally gotten then gets rewritten. And there's a bunch of like script changes. And I'm like, okay, here's what I 
think America is and how I've pictured her just from the comics and then from the script and like, yeah, this is how I view her. And then it doesn't match with the new script that was given, you know? So it was hard, you know, having to let go of the person that I had created, especially in that, you know, test audition. Cause that was how I pictured America was. I was like, that's who I think she is. You know, that's her soul. That's her, that's her spirit. And yeah. so having to warp that and change that and have to go into the mindset of like, this character is not there yet. She will be, but in the future, you know, we have, we don't get to see that yet. And so yeah. working that was hard and just like weird. Yeah. And that was probably the one time that I felt pressure because yeah. then I realized, okay, this is my face, you know, yeah, on the screen. And I'm having to like portray a character before she is the character that people know her to be. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. people only saw America when she was like 18, you know, yeah. in the comics. Yeah. And so I was like portraying a 13-year-old version of the person that they know yeah. and love. Yeah, that's true. That process is just like so crazy. Like, I just love hearing all of it because I've never done that in my life and <laughs> don't know the half of that. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, it's so different from like, I feel like every time it's like so different and also like the things that people say like them only like like having you do like the kick or like the walk and you're like I didn't get it but then there's also times when you're like oh I got it or then yeah, you don't like hear in the, in and the then, audition room like I was like Psh, guys I got this yeah in the bag two seconds later like very easily humbled no. I was like uh-uh <laughs> It's the it's the worst audition processes. Like you just you never know. You never know. That's the thing. You truly never know. Because sometimes you have experiences where like you truly believe you knocked it out of the park and you're yeah. like, There's no way I'm not gonna get this. Yeah. And you don't. And yeah. then you have times where you go in and you read once and they're like, Thanks for coming and you walk out and they're like, Okay, so they hated me. Yeah. And then you get a call and they're like, You got it. You're like, What? You just don't know. It's almost like they want to mess with you a little bit. Yeah. But it's chill. (laughs) It's chill. It's chill. Um, Making a jump from all the stuff that you've done and starting at an early age, you you also, you you have a large presence online. um, Yeah. And that, you know, over the last few years and for years to come is going to grow and grow. grow, grow. Yeah. Um, I mean, it already has, but yeah. it, it's going to continue to. I know that you have dealt with, you know, like anybody with that kind of presence online, but, you know, your fair share of negative comments and bullying, yeah. racism. What has, what has it been like for you dealing with like the, the dark side of social media? Has it been tough? Yeah. Of course, you know, all that stuff is very tough and it's hard to see or read or like be in your mind and be like, how can someone write that, you know? But at the same time, I have a very well-established good relationship with, you know, my fans and stuff like that. So, yeah, but it was a hard road to get there. You know, at first when I did Babysitter's Club and it got announced that I was playing Dawn, which is a blonde white girl with what like blue eyes in mm. the original books and in the comics mm. and it got announced that i was playing her there was like enormous backlash and mm. at that time i didn't have an established fan base yeah you know mm. 
and that was really hard for me. That was probably one one of the times that I was like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like this, yeah. you know. And it didn't sit right with me, you know. Especially seeing comments that were just like, "That is not my Dawn." Yeah, she is like brunette, brown skin, brown eyes. This is not how I pictured my Dawn. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like guys, what? And it's just comment after comment. There's like nothing, no one defending me at all. And you're 13 at this time. I was right? 12. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't turned 13 yet, actually. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was just a whack time for me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do something for me because this sucks. And so I created an anonymous profile because guess what? That's what everybody else is doing. And (laughs) I created like three or four different like profiles with different names and different things. And I like wrote back to people and I was just like, guys, can we please just give it a chance for the show to come out and then we can like make our decision. And I like wrote back like as a young Latina mom, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I think this is a great representation for my daughter. (laughs) I love this. Like, I just wrote like a bunch of things like that, like in different people's perspectives. And I put that out there because I'm like, that's who will tell me later on when they stop me on the street. It's going to be a mom saying how their daughter feels represented. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Which they have. And I hear it all the time. Yeah. Mm. But at that moment, I didn't hear that at all. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this in existence. (laughs) And I defend myself and it just takes that. It literally just takes that because after a few, I wrote a few of those, a few people wrote back and they're like, thank you for saying that actually, yeah. you know, that changed my perspective and you know, mm-hmm. you're right. I should just wait. And I was like, thank you. Like, I just needed that. Like I just needed something, someone to say something to help me Yeah, because no one else was going to. Yeah. I'm going to write this into existence. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> As a 12-year-old? I know. Two? Yeah, I like fully told my mom. I'm like, mama, is it okay if I like create profiles to like, you know, defend myself? And she goes, yes, you can. And I literally sat there like with like, I was so excited too. I was like, this is how my night's going to go. And it was my favorite thing. And I did it on like Twitter. I did it on Instagram. I did it on Facebook. I did it on everything. I love that you like admit to this because everyone does it, but no one says anything. <laughs> they do. I'm sure. <laughs> I assume there's quite a few people defending that do. themselves. But everybody, like, yeah, makes you know does something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's people that to defend themselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I so. know of a couple in my head, but I'm not going to out them on this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I I admit it because it felt really great. Yeah. I never say my names that I created, so I could do the yeah, cat. Still got this. <laughs> got them up your sleeve. Do you, has it gotten much better or do you still, you know, see stuff that? Well, like? the thing is, after that, once the show came out, it was all good and it was great, you know, but also with Doctor Strange, I was in the middle of the pandemic sitting in my room in England and the news broke out that I was cast, you know, uh-huh. and that was also something that I was not prepared for i was just like oh it's happening today oh mm-hmm. great okay yeah here uh, it is and um that was hard too that was within itself really hard um and of course once the movie came out that was another wave and it got to the point where literally i was getting like death threats 
and I was getting like videos of me like green screened where they were like throwing stuff at my face. And I was like, what is going on? And it like, I got my TikTok account like banned like six times in one day. It was crazy in one day. What are people mad about? They were mad about the fact that, well, they were also mad, number one, because I was playing America and I wasn't like, they didn't think I was Latina enough and certain things like that. Or it was just like, okay, guys, and that my hair wasn't curly. I'm like, okay, I can curl it, guys. (laughs) And then there's also just the fact that I was playing, you know, a girl who is into girls Mm. and her mom has, you know, a wife. And the thing is, it's like, guys, what? And they like talked, I don't know, for like a couple minutes. And like the two moms had a scene where they, I think she kissed her on the cheek. And so it got banned in a few, you know, Mm. places. And those people got so mad at me for the fact that they, that the movie wouldn't be able to come out where they lived. And they got so mad to the fact that they were sending me death threats and sending me like, email messages and like it got so scary for me because i was like what i didn't do anything you know yeah and um it got so scary to the point where i was literally like on the out i was like outside filming a video where i was like my account is back (laughs) after being banned for like the seventh time i was like it just became a joke because at that point i had fans you know i had grown a like a fan base and yeah um they're very supportive I'd like limited my comments. So only like they're still limited to the point that like only people that I follow back can comment um, mm. on TikTok, especially. Mm. Is it um, rough? It's rougher on TikTok. It was for a while. It was pretty scary. Mm. You know, I just I did not want to see anything. Yeah. And I thought that the only way that I could do that is if I just, you know, cut it down to the people that I allow. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yourself. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I was like filming a video outside during with like one of the Doctor Strange posters in the back. And I was like, I'm back. <laughs> and as I was rewatching the video, like a car backfired. And like the sound of that like freaked me out. I like literally like shut down. And it was just like at that peak of like all these death threats and all these things and all these articles and all these people were saying all this stuff. And at, to me, I never think that it gets to me. But at that one point, it mm-hmm. had like, you know, kind of freaked me out and it was like a one of those moments i was just like okay well that happened (laughs) yeah yeah gosh that's crazy but Uh, now that i've experienced all that you know yeah to me anything else is like okay what are you gonna do yeah (laughs) what what else you got bring it on yeah literally that's such a good like outlook to have yeah like already kind of like set up yeah like for yourself like with so much life to come like that's that's really great that you yeah, just have it's that. Not, it's it's not going away. Like, yeah, it's yeah. gonna come back. Yeah. Things are gonna happen, you know. And yeah. at least I've already experienced those things. Like I have those accounts that I did that. You know, I yeah. have my limited for a reason. You know, I have the block button easily accessed for a reason. You yeah, know? yeah. And so I'm not like nervous about any of those things anymore. Like at first, at a point it like reached a moment where I got scared, you know? Yeah. And thing is now I'm not like, eh. yeah. You know, I see a comment and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like recently, like on dancing with the stars, I'd like won the relay race or whatever. in like week seven, I don't know. Like there was a bunch of backlash, like 
you know, she's just being, she's the favorite, you know, I'm like, guys, you're saying this this week, next week, it ain't going to be this. So I'm going to just let this happen. And what's happened has happened. Yeah. I'm going to take that win. We good. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like, don't even reply to anything because it's like, They're just looking for something to say, you know? I yeah. Know. Just you feed into it and they get exactly what they want. Yeah. People behind a keyboard that are too scared to say it to your face. I was once that too. Except I wrote like really defensive great stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> Something that we kind of like connected with you and your team before. Something that I actually have not like heard of prior to it and is AI porn, which is where yeah. like people's likeness is used in ways that are definitely not approved yeah and it's a massive topic that i've only just recently learned about that is definitely um very destructive in people's lives and in mental health and we are so sorry that you have been a victim of that and directly affected by it and no one should have to deal with that but especially you being a minor still yeah um it's something that is just doesn't sit right. Yeah, makes me weird. want to um, vomit in my mouth. Um, yeah. And it's just not acceptable. What has this experience been for you? Like learning about it? Yeah. Well, to me, I didn't really. Well, funny enough. Also not funny, but like, <laughs> like I got to say funny. Um, but I had like looked up on Twitter, like, because I don't own it. Like I don't have an account really yeah um but sometimes when i go to events you know i like dress up in a certain way and like people will write about it and like say how like they thought my outfit was like that's what i care about yeah (laughs) and i looked on twitter and one of those kind of videos popped up and i was like what is this and it wasn't until then that like i'd realized that my mom had actually like you know had full battles like told my agents and was like, we need to take this down, that kind of thing. So she had known that this had been going around. She had known and I didn't, you know, which I thank her, you know, you you have to be very thankful to have a mom who is like so protective and so on it because I'd never seen any of those before. Yeah. Um, And when I asked her, I was like, what is this? Like, can we get this taken down? And she goes, I've tried. You know, I've tried so hard to get it down. Like she's had emails upon emails, but like there's been a lot and she's dealt with it all. And I don't, for me, it wasn't like something that was mind boggling, but just more like, like, why is it so hard to take down? Yeah. You know? And that was my like whole thought on it was just like, why is this allowed? Yeah. You know? And I just thought it was weird. And in my mind, I knew that it wasn't me. Yeah. So it didn't like mess with me or anything like that. But it was just like something that felt really uncomfortable because I couldn't take it down. Yeah. You have no control over yeah. it. Yeah. Did it even though you obviously know it's not you and AI is freaking terrifying. Yeah. Um, did it feel like an invasion of privacy? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it's not privacy. But, yeah. Because it's not you, but, but it's still. just an invasion of, you know, who you are and the fact that People can do that with your 
face. face. Well, also, the people's face did not really look like me. <laughs> I think the only thing that, like, really resembled was, like, the eyebrows and, like, maybe the hair. Um, <laughs> so, that's what I got to say on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, like, I got better eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I did see, like, I was just like, okay, you know, if someone was really weird and twisted, this would not be very good for me, you know? And it freaked me out about yeah. the fact that someone thinks that's cool, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it just, yeah, it made me just weirded out and I didn't like it and I wanted it taken down. Yeah. And that was my main thought process was just like, down, take this down. Yeah. Please. And it wasn't because I felt like it was invading my privacy, more just like it wasn't a good look for me. You yeah. Know? This is nothing to do with me. And yeah. yet it's on here with my face. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Has it been taken down? Definitely. I don't think so, actually. Interesting. Yeah. But I see a lot less of them. Yeah. Like, they just haven't. Because you can't take them down. Yeah. You know. Have Is there like, I don't want to say how have you been able to cope with it, but I guess maybe for lack of a better word, cope? Or is there like tools that you can put in place to like not have to see it? Like, have you like, can you block it? Yeah, boundaries have been put yeah. in place. Oh, yeah. To- well, thing is, I like, just because I have a free account, like, I just take it away, you know? Yeah. But it's just weird to think that, like, if someone looked up, you know, my name, that that's also what pops up, too. Yeah. You know? But to me, I don't think about that, you know? Because nothing good comes from thinking about it, you yeah. know? So to me, I just don't even give it light of day. Because if I do, then I know that my day is going to be like weirded out and I'm just going to sit weird and it's going to sit with me the wrong way. And so instead, kind of what I do is I just like, okay, well, did we send an email? Can we get to take it down? No, we can't. Like we've tried. Okay, cool. I put my phone down. I figure out something to do for me because that weirded me out. And now I got to feel a little better. Yeah. Feel a little refreshed. So I like do some skincare. I like go <laughs> hang out with my friends. Something that will make me forget what I just saw. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. You're very good at setting. Yeah, I was going to say. We always talk about like things that are like in our control and things that are like out of our control. And we spend a lot of time worrying about the things that are out of our control. But you do such a good job at doing these things and only focusing on the things that you can control, which is so impressive. And anyone any age can definitely learn a lot from you and how you you. (laughs) approach life like that. Because, I mean, I freaking worry about everything and that probably two out of those hundred things are actually things that I can control. We we spend half, if not more, of our lives, you know, fretting about... Fretting? Fretting. (laughs) Fret, yeah. Yeah, that's a word. I've never heard it with the I-N-G ending. I know, it sounds... it made sense in my mind before it don't, came you out. Said but then, don't fret, and then you added the I. Fretting. I'll go with it. Huh. I'm fine with it. Okay. Worrying, <laughs> fretting um, about things that yeah are not that are outside our control, and it's just um, yeah. yeah, it's it's difficult not to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've been. I find the it same so thing. easy. Yeah, you're to. incredible. Yeah. Thank I you. I need to learn something from you. No, it's like, it just, it mainly has to do with having really good friends Mm. because for me, friends was really hard to just maintain, to get, to find good ones, to like 
maintain that, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I actually just call this like one friend every single time, you know, that something is like just not sitting right with me and I just need to like a laugh or like I need to forget something or I had like a argument that like, okay, that argument happened or like a misunderstanding happened. Yeah. Gotta let go of it. You yeah. Know? And so I call my one friend, which I actually found out, you know, um, Teddy Purdy. What? Teddy? Teddy Purdy. Like Teddy? You're Teddy? How? Teddy. Teddy is one of your close friends? One of my best friends. What? He's like my older brother. What? <laughs> How? Martial arts. Shut up. <laughs> I saw he started doing that. Yeah. What? That is so crazy. <laughs> Can you explain to our Love and Drop listeners who Teddy is? Whew. Um, <laughs> Teddy was my assistant. <laughs> Teddy, um, yeah, I, I had, um, like I had a dream assistant, George, who was with me for a while. Um, and I, my assistants, they become very close friends and George, you know, became a very close friend of mine. And then George had an incredible opportunity come up and now he's like freaking worked his way up at, um, showtime um and but when he left i was like you need to find me the next george you can't just yeah leave me yeah and he was like i got you and teddy was teddy was a pa on a film i did called run the tide he was just a pa oh really yeah and that's where george met teddy and then so when george was bouncing he was like it's teddy Teddy's the next me. And I was like, yeah. what? So then Teddy did ridic- Ridiculous Six with me. He did, did, he, did he do a cuckoo with you? He did cuckoo with me. Yeah, we did a couple projects together. But like I've been keeping up with what he's been doing the last few years. And like he's, it, he's acting, right? Yeah. And martial arts. Yeah. That's so cool. So yeah. you met him through martial arts? Yeah. Um, so after I came back from doing Babysitter's Club, I was like, I got to get back into martial arts, you know? And so thing is, he was actually, because of the way I started, I had to take a gap. And so I just kind of went in with a group that was where my level was. And mm-hmm. Teddy was in that group. Wow. And um, at that time, I didn't really have friends, really. Yeah. You know, um, especially after being, you know, gone for a couple of months, yeah. you know, yeah. the ones that you had kind of fizzle away and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> Starting from the ground up again. And Teddy was there and he was just like laughing. And I was like, this is literally like my best friend. What? So he's become that person for you. Like, yeah. you're like I need to call somebody. And- yeah. And he just like talks to me about anything. We could literally like have a five minute conversation just on saying goodbye. Like oh saying bye gosh. and bye, bye. Like just like I swear, it's so stupid. But he Aww. knows how to make me laugh the Aww. hardest, and he is so funny and he's so intellectual. And like I've gone through like also friends where like you know I hear someone say something behind my back, and I'm like, what do I do? Like I don't know how to like I don't know how to feel. Like I just that's so awful. And so when I have something like that happen, I immediately text Teddy. Yeah, because he has such a clear mindset, and I think that's also what has like helped me throughout these years, especially through you know social media and all that. Is having someone like that who is so leveled. You know, mm-hmm. it's a battle. It's like not a battle, but it's like between my mom and him because they have such good examples for me. You know, yeah. and yeah, he has helped me through so much of just like you know, Sochi, you can't control that. 
Yeah. You know, got to put your phone down, you know? And so I'm like, yeah, what am I doing? You're so right. Got to mm-hmm. snap me out of it. And he does a very good job of that. Um, but he was actually like at the very, the first Dancing with the Stars uh, episode and the last one. Oh, he was there. Yeah. He's just like, he's. This is so funny and crazy to me. Wow. What a small world. Yeah. I know. That's We've crazy. Had, like he and I have like, yeah, he's basically like my big older brother so we, we all what we've learned is we all need a teddy we all need a teddy teddy's the okay. best bro <laughs> okay i need teddy in my life now <laughs> let's get teddy over here i need a teddy i'm That's... sure me and him have some fun story well yeah i think it's like sometimes <laughs> that I'm we talking... will not tell on this podcast no i'm just kidding I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. sometimes he would talk to me about certain things because i'm going through something and he's like had to help you through something similar you know wow and so he'll kind of like help me get that I'm not the only one going through it, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, thank you, Teddy. This is like a love episode for Teddy. Okay. <laughs> did not see that coming. The title, Teddy. Um, okay. It's time. It's time. It's time, finally. You are the winner of Dancing with the Stars. Yes. What, what, what season was this? Season 32. 32? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. I've never, I've never seen a full season. Yeah. This season, and you, uh, because we haven't even watched it since we've been, like, did you just stop watching it at some point? Because you used to watch it, but we've never watched it together. But then this yeah. season, she started watching it probably halfway through, and I would like peek in. Like, I'd be yeah, in the living room, and I'm like, it's the peek mm, in. And then I get like sucked in, and I like watch a couple, and then yeah. I'm like, leave. But the finale came and she's like, we're watching this whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, but this and this is on. She's like, I don't care. So <laughs> I sat down and I fully watched my first full episode, episode. from start to end. And I, that's all I knew yeah. what happened on the finale. Oh, wow. And I said to I said to Tay, like halfway through, this is, you know, no offense to anybody else. But I said, if she doesn't win, I'm never watching this show again. <laughs> I was just very mad. He did. Like it was halfway through. Everybody had done their first dance. It was like, this is great for everyone. But if she doesn't win, I am never watching this with you ever again. So um, I'm glad to say I can continue watching Dance with the Stars now. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but congrats. Um, Thank you. Did you watch the show growing up? At yeah, all? I did. Actually, I watched it with my grandma a lot. Um, oh. Yeah. But like going into it, of course, knowing that I've watched it with my grandma a lot, you know that there's usually like a figure skater or like. Yeah. A tennis Some player or like athletes. someone who like did roller skating their whole lives. I'm like, got you. So let me just set the bar down right here. And I was like, let's say you make it to week four, week five. Yeah. That would be great for you. And I'd be proud of you, Sochi. Yeah. Just said that to myself. And I got there and I was like, week four, week five came around and I was like, we're still here. Maybe we might have a chance, you know, if we just keep going, keep coming up with great concepts, with great ideas, you know. And also just having a partner like Val, you know, I didn't want it to end. So yeah. I had a great motivation for it to continue, you know. Yeah. I feel like they're all probably wonderful, but yeah. I just feel like he would be a great one, a great partner to have. Yeah. Well, especially at a time, you know, we were both kind of looking for something positive, you know. I think that. Val has become my daddy now, yeah. um, especially at that time. I didn't really have, you know, re- relationships with my friends because I had to kind of focus on dance for three months straight. Yeah. yeah. And 
I could always go to Val for a laugh. You know, I could always go to Val for like just a good time. And that was really important for me is just like, like rooting the whole thing in fun. Yeah. Because the second you take things just too seriously, I like could disappoint myself. I can like make myself overthink. And I'm like, that's not worth all of this. You know, I'm doing this for a show to dance. Yeah. That I don't really know how to dance at all. So just have fun. Yeah, you can't say that anymore. (laughs) Well, now I can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, So there's also something fun that you're doing on tour. Can you let our listeners know what that is? Yeah. So um, basically, I kind of came up with this idea just because, you know, on the show, there's a lot of behind the scenes. You know, a lot of people get to see what's going on and how it happens and like the process. And I, you guys know, planning. I was like, where, where's video footage of like what this process is like? Like, I want to see behind the scenes of like what it is, you know? And I had no idea what I was getting into. So I was like, why not just make my own videos? So Val and I are going to post like every week that we're on the show, like two videos of just behind the scenes of being on tour, you know, what it's like, the process of rehearsing at a new venue every single night you know getting ready seeing the fans and also just like a few little moments of banter between val and i and like rome and seeing jenna Mm -hmm. and like you know all the dancers in their like relationship with one another because that's what this show is about yeah yeah you know and so i feel like of course we all get to see you know people get to come and see people dance but also you miss out on a little bit of the little moments that we like so much about the show so I hope great. that within my videos I can That'll put be, that in there. So they're going to be, be pretty so rough. Fun. I'm not going to be very well edited because I'm oh. going to be on a bus. <laughs> they're going to be great. What a what a no, cool that's going to be so everyone. fun. We'll leave we'll leave a link to like your socials where you're posting it, and we'll also leave a link for tickets. Yes. Yeah. All right. This is Lemon Seven, and I'm going to start with the first question. What movie or song title best describes your mental health today? Movie I think or song? Just going into rehearsal later today, I'm going to say I Feel Like Dancing by Jason Mraz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. Very fitting. <laughs> Very fitting. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. How is okay. he? Is he fun? Yeah, he's quirky and funny and silly. He seems really fun just yeah. from my limited, my 12 minutes of watching him on TV. It's from... 12 minutes of watching no, him. he's funny. He's silly. I love him. Like, I truly do. Like, I wish, like, he was like the cool guy on, like, yeah. On the show, I was like, I'm like, if I could make him laugh today, that'd be great. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good. Number two is how open are you with people in your life when you're struggling? Pretty open. I just straight up call him, like Teddy. <laughs> straight up call Teddy. him. Teddy. Like, a bit uh, lost today. So just yeah, a little giggle would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's, mm. We all could use more of that. Or I sure could. Um, anyways, number three. <laughs> talk about something therapy session. <laughs> I'm like start crying. <laughs> so gee, help me. Um, anyways, um, number three. Ooh, this is a new question. I love this one though. If you could only follow three social media accounts, whatever platforms, but only three accounts, what would they be? Oh, I know. These are good. I thought of this one. I added it. I <laughs> know. Uh, He's proud of himself. Um, <laughs> probably Teddy, just because wow. like you gotta. He takes everyone's spot because you're okay. just 
Well, just because like he posts really funny reviews on his stories. I have seen his. Reviews. Have you seen his like movie reviews? Yes, and he puts all the all different, of them, like, yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. all the different emotions. <laughs> They're so great. I've That's wondered so- sometimes how long did it take you to create that? Like I've you seen- have no idea how some of like our running jokes last so long just because we're so like like devoted to just <laughs> making the joke. I wouldn't. I would not even I'll see a story that he puts up and I'm like for you to have just made that that probably took at least an, an hour. hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. funny so for exactly that <laughs> uh Teddy <laughs> <laughs> um ooh now we're getting into slim pickings here All right I don't know if I follow my friends or like if I follow like a funny account I know what's like the best TikTok account best tiktok account i mean what like makes you laugh the most um usually my friends okay so probably so we're looking at probably your three top friends oh bro this is tough (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna start some fights back in the myspace days stop not myspace what is myspace (laughs) precisely precisely Um, yeah you had to like rank your friends it was rough Oof, that's rough. Yeah, you had you had like your top ten. It was it, it would start fights. Oh wow. Yeah, so I'm not going to do that to you right now with your three accounts. Well, I'll go with my three accounts here right oh, now. Okay. Um. So Teddy. Yeah. And then of course, gotta hype my girls. I think they'd have to take up my two spots. Um, because I I fill the rest with my like really good friends, but they're like guys, and that gets weird. So, so I'm gonna go with McKenna. Grace and Momo. I love her. I love McKenna so much. My little Momo. Oh, Momo. Oh my gosh. Okay. We did Babysitter's Club together. Okay. So we have that. Like, I've been friends with her for a very long time. One of those that, like, lasts a while, you know? Yeah. That's so sweet. Those are my three. Those are good ones. Those are good. Because then, like, whenever they post something, I can, like, write a funny comment. (laughs) Well, I I follow two of your three. So I follow one of the three. Yeah, I don't follow oh, yeah. Teddy. We need to get you Teddy's account. You, you, I know, I need to follow Teddy. Yeah. Teddy was before me. Okay, what are we? Number four. What is your favorite form of self-care? Ooh, my friends. I love going I love on that. hikes with my friends. I love, like that used to be my thing before Dancing with the Stars. Like I can't now just because like, I'm, I'm going on tour and like I was very t- devoted to my time at Dancing with the Stars. But I used to go on hikes like every week wow. where mm. I'd bring all my friends. Like I'd invite, like I'd send an invite to like maybe 20 of my friends and sometimes they can't make it you know sometimes yeah. it come up or whatever so sometimes it'd be like a hike of like 15 of us wow or like 10 of us like going up on up to the griffith observatory oh my mm-hmm. gosh she's a hiking girl it's like mm. a 10 minute hike guys i would be so honest it's <laughs> okay. like, i can do that one i was gonna say i will not go on a hike but. no it's just like a kind of steep hill that kind of winds around. Okay, I could, I could do. It's I could do. The, it's about the conversation. Yeah, it's the group, it's sad, and know. I bring like a little boom speaker. And oh, like I play music. Oh, and yeah, I bring a dog. Prepared. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm going. So. <laughs> dog. There's a dog. Me. Sign us up. Wait. Yeah. What kind of dog do you have? I have a cattle dog mix. Oh, that's also like another form of like self care. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like pets. So like thing is, um, I had to move out of my old house because their neighbors were being weird. So I had to leave my dog with my dad. And we, my mom and I just like went to this small little area and just for like the time of like Dancing with the Stars, like the show, yeah. the movie coming out. Um, and there's like this stray cat, this like neighborhood stray cat. And I've like, she sleeps with me. <laughs> yeah, she like sleeps with me. 
I don't feed her. I don't like, I don't feed her at all. Like, so she has no reason to hang out with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I give her like a lot of love. She sleeps in my bed. She like has a little spot on, in the like, living room where I put like a little towel down and she like sits on it. Oh my God. <laughs> and she like sits in my PR boxes. So. <laughs> Have you named her? Uh, yeah, Talipo. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, I don't know why no, you're one of the funniest gonna, people ever. <laughs> it was originally going to be Petunia because I thought it was a girl. Petunia. And then, but then I thought it was a boy because the front neighbors like took her to the vet and said it was a boy. Oh. And so I was like, oh, geez, got to figure out another flower, I guess. <laughs> and so I put Talipo. And then I was like, wait, what? Well, it was going to be Tulip. And then I was like, wait, we need more like just spanish stuff in this house so i put an o with an accent on top <laughs> Tulipo. yeah so that's the name Tulipo. <laughs> gotta bring the latin in <laughs> of course holy crap that's great but i think it's a girl so now it's just Tulipo. too okay. scared to go back to petunia <laughs> it, okay. yeah it, it feels like it could work yeah okay well if if we ever convince you to come back on this podcast um can you please bring Tulipo? I she'd sit like right here. Yeah. Oh my she's gosh. Like she's the cutest. Bring a PR box, put it right there. <laughs> no, I swear she like and then I They was, love boxes, man. They do. I didn't realize, but I like was looking for her. I was like, Talipo, Talipo. I was like, man, this cat is just like not around here, I guess. And then I like looked at the box and I was like, Oh, hi. <laughs> she's like minding her own business in the box. Oh my oh, gosh. I did not think we were gonna get Talipo from <laughs> the self-care question. Anyways, number five. <laughs> What would you say is the most misunderstood thing about you? That I'm older than I am. People think that I'm like 20, 25. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I'm 17. I know. Girls (laughs) told me that you were 17. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people think I'm older. Yeah. I'm like, to me, I feel like I act and look exactly like. Maybe because you're tall. Guys, maybe. I'm seven. I'm like five, seven. That's not even like tall. T- taller than me. <laughs> Every, everything's tall for no, you. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like even five, think that, five, that was very tall. Like, oh. I thought you were tall when I saw you the other night, especially in heels too. Yeah, in heels, I'm like like Probably. five nine. Yeah, yeah, it's a good heel. I mean, you also you carry yourself very. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You have I a very mature way of carrying yourself, yeah. which I is. Guess. You're not like running around acting like know, a hooligan. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I also be making dumb decisions. Like, why did I have like five slices of pizza? I don't know. But I did. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why did I choose to eat the chocolate over the nuts that my mom decided that I should have? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> why did I like stay up till like 4 a.m. watching a Netflix show? I don't know. I did. <laughs> hey, life is all about balance. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Number six, who has had the most positive impact on your mental health? Ooh, I think it would be Teddy. Yeah. Um, and then when it wasn't Teddy, it was Val, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so sweet. The two, the two big older brothers. Yeah, literally. I, I think that's what I've like needed my whole life. It's just like this kind of big older brother kind of energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. love that. Okay, last question. It's a tough one. If you could go back to one moment in your life, what moment would that be and what would you say to yourself? Like as like a word of encouragement or like could give be literally yeah. anything you want. Most mm. people don't change anything. If there was a moment you wanted to change, go right ahead. But no, it could be any moment. 
for whatever reason, what moment would you go back to? If it could be to experience it again, um, hmm. or yeah, a lot of people do like it's like keep going, Zochi. Like yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like that for me it would be like times when you know my mom said I should do something and I said that it wasn't a good idea. You know, like the martial arts. You know, I went anyways, but like yeah. probably having a better attitude. Um, mainly when I was younger, I felt like I kind of was like, no, I don't need to do that. Uh, I don't need to do this. And I still do that a little bit, but I feel like I try my hardest to have a different perspective on things and be like, I should at least give it a shot. You know, I can't, I can't say anything bad about it unless I've tried it, you know? So I definitely say for martial arts, I would have, I would have told myself, you know, shut up, girl, (laughs) this is really fire and cool. And you're like, waving a sword around and you're like <laughs> knowing what you're doing you look pretty badass so have a better attitude about it <laughs> own it oh my gosh i love that okay well this has been a really fun way to kick off this sure second has. season yeah. um thank you so much for coming this is so fun and no I'm, thank you for having me this is a lot of fun i like i like having these kind of conversations <laughs> they're fun. It's so fun every once in a while you know having a serious combo is good <laughs> can't wait to watch you dance too i know, I know. go check her out on tour Woo! Like we said, what a ball of fun energy and stories is she. And what a way to kick off season two. Not too shabby. Episode one, season two. Thank you so much, Sochi, for coming on. I I truly couldn't think of a better guest to start the season off. Yeah, she was great. With and her. But yeah. So much, so much knowledge and wisdom at 17 years old. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I'm practically 10 years a older decade than her. older I nine know. years I'm going with that. Uh, but we have we just have some really fun episodes this season for you guys that we're super excited about a great one next week a great one next week one could, next week that you have been requesting for a while yeah so i think you'll be pretty happy and then then the following week and then the following week is really good. And, and then the, the following, following week. Oh, and, then and then the following. The following so you might as well click that. the follow button. Hit yeah. the subscribe button. Follow us along on this journey so that you guys do not miss out. As always, you can email us at loutner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, guest ideas, tea time with tea questions. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Squeeze and on TikTok at The Squeeze Podcast. We post all of our stuff there. We post some fun like questions on Instagram as well. But I hope you guys have an a amazing rest of your Wednesday and rest of your week and we will see you right back here see you right back here next next week week, same time squeeze out this podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation